This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review the first episode of She-Hulk. Geek Boner. Plus, Ezra Miller speaks. Will Henry Cavill jump to the MCU? Sony's Madam Web movie sounds crazy. Season 5 of Cobra Kai is looking epic. And Game of Thrones is back, baby. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fans out there. Let's give it up. Yeah, what's up? Hello, welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. Enjoy. We'll keep you next time. Oh, no, stop it. Joining yeah. us also, he's mean, he's green, and he has no spleen. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? I'm green for the wrong reasons, though. I think it's because I have botulism. It's green because oh. nobody let him air out for several days. Yeah, my underwear is really tight. You're uh, you're a sickly shade of green there, Rugs. You feeling okay? Um, I've been soberer. <laughs> Excellent. I'm okay. Yeah. For anyone that's been on was uh, listened to the Patreon, that's oh. probably apex I was fantastic. Uh, rugs drunkenness on a, I've on been a more drunk, but I on think, a recording yeah i think i've been more drunk with Bilotti one time but like I, this one was a surprise drunk because i was drinking <laughs> and i didn't realize i was how fucked up i was getting listen so it like snuck up on me you you say if you're not supporting us on patreon sign up right now you will at hear- one point during the th- one point during the show he shits all over the fact that we're even doing the show. <laughs> he's like, man, he, why are we even doing he's this? He's like, why are we even doing this? Well, with the show, Matrix is going to win. It's our 90s action movie <laughs> That's tournament. That's yes. yes. Oh, my God. I gotta go oh, we're going to fight you. 90s action movie <laughs> tournament selection draft episode with John Bellotti Jr. And it is worth the price of supporting us on Patreon to hear Rugboy progressively get drunk as the recording goes on. It is And pick 32 movies. And somehow we end up with 32 good fucking crazy movies. To uh, battle it out. I uh, can do that shit. Drunk high. I can do it in any form. All that shit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I really don't give a shit. He does oh. not. And oh. that's why you're everybody's favorite. <laughs> uh, to check that out. More about that later. For now, we got a uh, new Marvel show to talk about. But first, there's some news to go over. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Wanted to start this week with everybody's favorite aspiring cult leader and sometimes actor Ezra Miller. I know everybody's sick about talking about them. Understandably, they have been doing a lot of crazy things, but there has been some more developments. Uh, Let me backtrack about a week and a half ago. Hollywood reporter reported that Warner brothers was looking at three options for this flash movie. Option number one, that Ezra Miller would seek professional help. And put out a an interview or a statement explaining their condition 
And then Warner Brothers would allow them to do a little bit of press for The Flash, and they would release the movie on schedule. Option number two, Ezra Miller doesn't get help. They would have not let them do any press, and he's no longer Flash, but they still put out the movie. You would put out the movie without a premiere, you know, without any kind of press interviews, because it would be awkward. You'd just have to put it out. And their last resort, option number three, if none of that happens, they're just going to scrap this $200 million movie. Things get worse. Well, that was the three interesting options. And it, it makes a lot of sense. That's reasonable. Four days, just four days after that comes out, Variety breaks uh, this news. Ezra Miller issues a public statement. Oh, I was shit. Like, oh, shit. Okay, from Ezra Miller themselves, here is his quote, quote, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay, so. Reactions to that. My first question is, how will this play over? Is this enough? No, it won't. <laughs> no one believes. Does anybody believe this? Is this Look, sincere? I I think that maybe in the moment it's sincere. I think in the moment, he's, you know, they're like, yeah, like I fucked up and I'm sorry. But that's like, you know, you hear a lot of people say that and then they do nothing and everything just goes right back. You know, there's been quite a few people who've gone to rehab and reformed themselves and this and that, but then some people haven't. So he is making an effort to save his career. It, yeah. I mean, it is a necessary thing that he had to do or that they had to do to protect their, their, their image and protect the properties that they're working on, protect the companies that they're working for to protect their future. So it's a necessary thing. Like there's no other way no other path for Ezra Miller to go on. Right. So Anthony, what's your take on this situation? Yeah, I agree. It was, it's the first step towards potentially reclaiming his career or their career. It, it was the only option. If, if, unless they wanted to commit career suicide and continue down this path, this was the first step you had to do. So Warner brothers, I'm not sh- I'm sure they're not, they're not, Oh, this is a, a complete turnaround, but I'm sure they're also going, okay, this is a good first step. Let's just see how this plays out. This is, you'd rather see this than the, the where, where it was going. So yeah. you don't want them to double down. You yeah. Know? That's why it looked like they had been doubling, doubling down, um, passive aggressively for a while. So this is a good first step. Who knows if they're serious or not, but if Ezra is serious or not, but. It's a good first step, and as long as Ezra continues down the path and actually takes gets treatment and continues to be, you know, either stay out of the limelight or if he is in the light, just be contrite about what's going on and being really real. I could see this turning around for Ezra at some point. Wow, if he could, I, I could see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it will, but I could see. There's, there's everyone likes everyone come back. Comeback stories are just as fun as tearing people down here. Absolutely, no, absolutely, and. You know, it's fun when you see people, you know, collapse. But 
You love a good Robert Downey Jr. wasn't. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't doing the same shit, but he was having troubles. There's yeah. plenty of it. Yeah. There's a laundry list of actors and famous people and, and art music artists. Chris Brown is still famous after punching Rihanna. Like it's things true. happen. I'm not saying absolutely nothing to remodel the, their career. Right. He did not. I'm not, saying, I'm not, I'm not comparing the things. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying second chances are are very much given. And Gezra's just got a. This is this is a good sign for Warner Brothers. It's it's like I said, it's not, it's not a clearance of everything, but. The other two options were almost almost nuclear. Yes, I mean, canceling the movie is yeah. nuclear. Yeah, having releasing a movie with hardly any press is almost as just as bad. So, the the hope for Warner Brothers as he continues down Ezra continues down the path, and they can at some point rehab rehab Ezra enough to put him out there and do some limited press and and actually promote a movie that they have a lot riding on. I can't wait to see the movie about this. Yes. Like fuck the movie Flash. I want to see the movie about Ezra Miller. I need a behind the scenes documentary. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I mean making the, of this the the boardroom meetings that have been going on probably for um, the last six months. I, I mean, you've got you've you you've probably taken years off lives of Warner Brothers execs. Oh, they all got white to hair what now. Doing. Yeah, this yeah. is like this is like the um the post millennial post two thousand twenty version of entourage yes a little bit it's like yeah. remember aquaman yeah. with the big movie yeah. and the, this is like <laughs> the flash the big movie and all of a sudden all this shit's like going crazy that it, it'd be great it would be a great film uh apparently also i read that in between like getting arrested he did manage to go back to the studio and do reshoots so I guess this, yeah, they're this, professional. This movie's coming out. I guess the movie's <laughs> actually coming out June 2023. Ezra's professional, and he's got to get paid. And I'm sure there's something that the lawyers could find in the contract if he, if Ezra just went off the deep end and didn't do what he's obligated to do. So he's still gonna, he still Ezra still wants to get paid. Yeah. And again, he he has Ezra's gonna have no career if he doesn't do what he what he just started doing. I mean, which he, is apologizing. Yeah, you you put a getting studio. help studio through this much shit you're you're black like no one's gonna want to work with you right uh no it, you can't yeah no exactly you can't you can't go you anywhere can't, else you can't torpedo a big budget <laughs> movie and then expect people to want to work with you ever again so they must have came to him and he kind of snapped to the, the them and he they snapped to their senses a little bit so uh, everyone must have sat down and had a, a, a come to jesus moment but, yeah, hopefully with him right and we'll see if they can stay out of the limelight, I'm going to say like 70%, maybe this 30, 40% chance something else going to happen. <laughs> Probably. But again, it's so know. far away. We might forget it. Um, they're going, but and you know, Zaslav, we know David Zaslav loves killing things and axing projects. And he probably was this close to being like, you know what? Fuck this whole movie. I don't care. What the fuck have uh, I inherited? I think, I think there's a big difference between canceling a, a movie that was supposed to go on HBO Max that that's true. That's called Batgirl, and a movie that's called The Flash with that's supposed to be released as a big budget and reset your entire universe. There's 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 a little bit difference, a little bit of a difference. He did there. say he saw it and and he liked it, and but now I'm hearing things about like Aquaman two, maybe they don't like. So I don't know. But we're getting well, this Flash movie's gonna come out. Ezra Miller. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if it's going to come out. We'll see. The thing is, too, what a roller coaster. Though. We got a year. Yes, or less. About not what ten months. That's still a lot. That's of time. A, still a long time a, for yes. either Ezra to fuck up or yeah. for this to all blow over. And by the time they're promoting this movie, 
most of the mainstream audience will have forgotten that this even happened. I mean, who who really even knows? We're, in, we're we talk about this every week, so we know. But ask ten of your no, coworkers or no friends. Do know. anyone? Does anyone know that yeah. Ezra Miller's going through this? By the time the movie comes out, no one's going to care. Right? It's not going to be. That's relevant. the point. But in ten months, <laughs> in ten months, you could you know you could build a pretty healthy cult if you wanted to. Also. It's a, it's a lot of time. You could you could capture a lot of Native American little girls and yes. build a really yes. awesome cult. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, an amazing cult leader. Uh, speaking of uh, axing, build your own casino, whatever. Uh, yeah. Dave David Zaslav uh, canceling things. This just posted today. Uh, he's they're they're pulled a lot of things off HBO Max. He has canceled a lot of animation projects, and now they announced that. That J.J. Abrams and Bruce Timm Batman Cape Crusader series that was going to be a reimagining kind of in the vein of Batman the Animated Series is now canceled. Uh, It's not happening. And Mm. I just want to say to David Zaslav, I was looking forward to this. What the fuck, bro? Bro. Was there any ever any art release for this? No, there was like one piece of art and it was like in that style. But Mm. that would have been cool. Uh, let's see, but it's not coming out. Anyways, well, it sounds That's like upsetting. they're still they're still going to continue um, producing it, and they're just going to shop it to another outlet. Oh, okay, so, yeah, because it was going to be Cartoon Network like, uh, too. There might be a you know, they're 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 not trying to push everything to HBO Max, yeah. but they're still open to shopping it and potentially making getting money from it uh, another way. Well, let me ask you guys this because there was another story that Greg Berlanti's Green Lantern show. Is still going ahead. The Berlantern show. And that <laughs> he was the front runner to be the guy to be there, Fiji. We talked in the past. We threw out some names. We didn't mention Greg Berlanti. What do you think about that? No. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't think it should be the Berlanti either. Berlanti already Berlanti? created the universe he, he, and it sucks. He created the CW verse. Oh, that's right. In fact, at like, one point he was show running like twenty he had twenty one shows on the air that he had created. Like Berl- Berlanti did something that was kind of cool, which was he revived the superhero show, but then he quickly now, made it the most stupid thing yeah. in the world. Yeah, and that's, the formula. That's quite a, that's a quite a quite a run. Cause anyone that was watching those shows in the beginning, including me. Yeah. Not from the beginning, but the podcast was built on those shows. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, those, we those, shows those shows were almost like, wow, this is we we've we've done it. We put superheroes on TV and, yeah. and people are watching and it's these are kind of smart and well written. And then to go from that to this is now this is the biggest joke on television. That's that's a hell of a run. That is a, a crazy fall, crazy peak and valley there. I think Flash, I just saw a headline from Campus Show, Flash is Last season got ended early and canceled. Well, no, they're they're uh, they're putting out one more season, season nine. It will be the last season, or it's it's canceled. But the show is barely pulling in like a million viewers. It's yeah, in I think the John hundreds Campion of thousands. His show had doubled the viewers. Yes, that show oh, barely can, it can't even it gets like seven hundred thousand viewers. Here's the other thing, right? Uh, I mentioned a while ago, Warner Brothers looking to sell CW. It has sold to Next Star. The next star now owns seventy five percent of CW, meaning the Arrowverse is dead, dead because Next Star wants to turn a profit. The CW has never turned a profit, so what's profitable? Cheap reality shows. That's what you can expect moving forward once Next Star takes over. The only Arrowverse shows still on are Superman and Lois and Star Which is Girl. Supposedly good. It is very good. All the other shows have been canceled and they're off the air. 
And but Berlanti has his own company too. Like he does his own developing. He did great with the TV side. I don't know if he can run a huge studio. Uh, maybe like budgets was the only thing holding him back. But I I I don't I don't want the Berlanti. No, I don't think it. so. Titans was was a yeah, mess. He does Doom Control and and Doom Patrol and tit- Titans is a mess. Doom Patrol's great. Titans is not. So yeah. anyways, uh, not wouldn't be. I get it. I get why you're talking to him. He knows his stuff, but uh, keep looking. Sadly. Basically. Uh, listener, let us know what you think about all this DC movie news. Join the conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. There'll be a link, Jock and Nerd. link in the show notes Jock and Nerd. to this episode. It is a closed exclusive group just for you, just for us. Uh, we have a new group member joining this week. I'm going to say huge shout out to Scott Swangorum. Who's also known as Scotty Scoop over on the Mostly Superheroes podcast. So here's how he joined the group. You can check out. They reviewed Miss Marvel and they had me on. There's a nerd guest appearance. Thank you, guys. You can check out the nerd on the Mostly Superheroes Miss Marvel review. And then I was telling them about our 80s action movie tournament and 90s action movie tournament. And he got all excited. He's like, oh, shit, I'm going over there. I'll join this group. This is amazing. So. Yes, more about, okay, we talked about that, but people get excited when I mention these uh, these things. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, because all the movies now suck, so we have to look yes. back into the 90s Remember and the 80s. when shit was great times. Yes. Well, they just don't, they don't make action movies like that uh, anymore. They, they try. You get very rarely will get action movies like that. And Netflix tries and fails. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? What? What are you talking about? They <laughs> fail, you fuck. <laughs> Take that the, gray man, the Gray Man? Yeah. The Gray Man was Extraction, one of the best movies ever. Oh, my God. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. You better you better shut your dirty mouth there, Imran. Fucking don't, don't, don't speak that those blasphemous words ever again. <laughs> That's where you find the shitty action. Come over there and cut your toes right. off. Oh Jesus. I need them for balance. <laughs> oh, my pinky. Okay. Cut off that pinky toe. Let's yeah. move on. Oh, yeah, fucking like peacemaker style. Like, yes. Gangster style. Jesus. Yeah. Let's move on. I got a couple of rumors. So normally I don't like to like introduce rumors and things because they're never true, but these two are kind of fun, and I got I want you guys' reactions to these. This is a terrible source. This first one, bro. Uh, keep going. Well, but their source is another source, and I'll, I'll, right. this is from Geek Tyrant. Uh, the rumor, which I've heard several places, and even Campy talked about how, like, oh, some of this kind of lines. Up. Oh no, that was the next thing. Anyways, the rumor is that in Loki season two, it will reportedly include the the Marvel group Squadron Supreme. With Henry Cavill playing Hyperion. What the fuck? Oh, shit. The fuck? Uh, that is the rumor from originated from Sinistealth. Anyways, these rumor sites, they can just fucking type shit. But Henry Cavill playing Marvel Superman in Loki Season 2, Squadron Supreme. There's a lot of crazy things going on there. Anthony, would Henry Cavill return for a TV show on Marvel? First of all, and would you want to see this? I want to see Henry Cavill in the MCU. Yes. 100%. I like Henry Cavill. I liked him a lot as Superman. Would I want to see him as, uh, was it Hyperion? Hyperion. Yeah, sure. Would Would I see, could I see him returning to TV Disney Plus? Well, he does Netflix. He does do the Enola Holmes, the Sherlock Holmes, and the Witcher movies coming out. Witcher, oh yeah, that's so, right. He's the Witcher. Uh, if, if if Henry Cavill has any sort of angst or uh, anger against WB, 
then maybe he would do this. I mean, it's it's, it's literally Superman. I, yeah. If I was Henry Cavill, I would angle for a better, sure, one hundred percent. I would also. They were going to really get behind. Yeah. Want to be in the movie? You want to be in the movie side of this? So is your first? You, yeah, I don't know if Hyperion's going to have a huge role in the movie movie verse, but if maybe maybe if he's like. I don't have the schedule to really commit to Marvel, yeah. but I still want to f- send the bird to DC. Yeah, that's it'd what, be funny as well. I know, like as, as a fuck you to Warner Brothers, it'd be amazing. He's filming. I don't know if he does it though. I, I don't know if I believe that. See the thing. Okay, this is the thing. When Marvel picks you to be their character, you're their character unless like something like you yeah. die or something. Unless or, you're a uh, villain. Yeah, and then you get killed. Off you get killed in the, right away. But if you're like a pick for a hero, that's it. You're the hero. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. They're not going to like pull the rug out from under you and then all of a sudden be like, oh, we need to scrap this whole thing. If I was him out of angle for a better character, maybe Captain Britain, maybe Wonder Man, yeah, maybe ooh, Captain, Captain Britain would be good. Something like that. Wonder Man would be good. Captain Britain um, would be interesting. There's a lot of ca- characters he yeah. could be great at. Wow. I just Hyperion think kind of wouldn't be bad if they were going to go the Guardians of the Galaxy route and like back uh, like a Marvel version of the Justice League. Just to fuck with DC, but if they're doing it on a TV show. It's going to be a throwaway, so see, I don't want to waste Henry Cavill on I, that. Yeah, and you know what? I kind of still would like to see him as Superman, even though Warner Brothers dicking around. And he could do both. You could still do both. He could do. Uh, he could be a Marvel guy. He could be uh, Superman. Why not? I, I like the Cat and Brim pick. Yeah, he would have made a great Hercules, but they cast the, that other uh, guy. Would've, Hercules would have been a great pick. Yeah, yeah. They got Damn. fucking Roy fucking Kent as Hercules. Well, when you cast, you got to call me first, and I'll let you know what's going <laughs> on. Oh, they really Marvel. ought to get rugs in on uh, so, these casting decisions. Uh, on to this rumor from you guys. L- low. I, oh, yeah, very low. low right? But, but I wouldn't be... I, the odds of him being in the MCU, I think, I think it's very possible. I think it's possible. I would, that would be, and I think he kind of yeah, wants... That's very possible, but I just think it's... I, I'm not really fond of it being a throwaway. Because yeah. I just think he would enjoy the experience so much better than what he's gone through with Superman over there, right? Like, it would just be a... It'd be a nice fuck you to DC. Like you had a great Superman and you fucked it up. Can I can I throw in one thing that we haven't talked about this in a bit? Or yeah. Maybe we did, but I just forgot. What I keep seeing the Giancarlo Esposito rumors. Ah, for yes. Professor we X. can talk about this. Gia- and he's even come out and said he yes. wants to do it. Yes. How, how are we feeling? Uh, you about know what? It? I, I kind of he's an amazing actor and he's ruling the star wars and the ah. breaking bad i would be all right with him playing i'm professor, professor javier giancarlo esposito <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'd be professor javier that's his name that's actually pretty good uh yeah i like i like the room i like the i like the thought of this him guy's being everywhere Rex. too he's in the boys and Look, he's great if it was anyone else yeah. i would probably be a little bit more but he is that methodical yeah. thinking? Yeah. I could see him as, but he's professor. always a bad guy. So I feel, say, feel like it's against type a little bit. But um, I don't know. Always down. Down. I, I, I'm not a fan of just recasting someone to be a different race just because. Yeah. But he definitely fits. Yes, I, I see he him. He does and embody I can see the character yeah. in yeah. a way. Yeah, he's absolutely Charles Xavier. Like you definitely, you definitely see him, and you go, "That man is very smart, very well thought out." Might be a little impulsive too. Might yeah. be thinking that he knows best when he really doesn't, yeah. which is also a Professor X trait. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, but uh, you know, Patrick Stewart just had that warmth. Yeah, like you just wanted to like be like that. that I'm gonna do whatever this dude you. says. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have that element. Yeah, he didn't have the Xavier, asshole part of it, but, but he had everything else. He does have the methodical. Like I thought of everything. I'm ten steps ahead and holding back information. Kind of Professor and X. I'm, I'm looking out for you. But yes, for your, best for your best interest, even if you hate me. Yeah, right. 
Uh, that could I work. Feel like, I feel like Professor X needs to be a little bit more cuddly, though. But just other in everything uh, in every other aspect, he's crushing it. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I love him. I love him and everything. He's every, and he's everywhere, and he's so good. Uh, he is. He's very good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on to another rumor. This one in the Sony universe of Marvel oh, characters. No. You know oh, no. they're doing a great job over there, Sony. Uh, just hats off to your work with the Marvel characters. Big success. The movie. This rumor is regarding is this Madam Web movie, which first is like, why? What? Why are you making this? Because in the comics, Madam Web is this old woman who's blind in a wheelchair that can see through all the parallel universes of the spider totem and helps Peter, you know, look into other. She's, it's weird. The whole thing is weird. I love it. But we, uh, that, this cast is interesting, and we had some reveals of the characters. They're shooting it now. There's some set photos out. Showing these characters. Okay, let me just break this down real quick because this this gets really crazy. Dakota Johnson is playing Cassandra Webb, which is the older classic old lady version of Madam Webb. Sydney Sweeney is in this is Julia Carpenter, which is a uh, Spider Woman. Okay? That's right. A ver- and and she was a version of Madam Webb. Isabella Marcet is playing Anya Corazon, who is a spider girl or spider lady in the comics uh celeste o'connor is playing maddie franklin who could be related to uh martha franklin which is also another spider woman so we have a lot of madam webs and we have a lot of spider women so far here's where it gets crazy adam scott who is from parks and rec and severance so it's great they're saying he is playing ben parker oh shit. ben Fucking Parker. Oh, shit. And Emma Roberts is playing Mary Parker. Oh, shit. Is this the one where Aunt May dies and, and Ben lives? No. So Mary Parker is technically Peter's mother. His father was Richard. Ben Parker, of course, Uncle Ben. Okay. So with that set up, the rumor is that the movie is going to be a female superhero flick and could possibly... Uh, follow a Terminator type of story, meaning that Mary Parker is pregnant with Peter and something is trying to find her and kill her so that Spider-Man is never born and Ben Parker and all these Spider-Women and Madam Web have to join forces, form a team, and stop this from happening so that Peter Parker can be born and become Spider-Man. Their set photos... Make it look like this uh, early 2000s setting. So that tracks in terms of the time period. But holy shit, here's the thing. I don't know if I hate this or like this. I'm very conflicted. Floppy jock. What, what do you guys, if this is true, how does this sound? This movie is crazy. I don't know, but there's a lot of characters in it that are from the spider universe yes. that's not Spider-Man. Yes, all of them. And I find that to be very strange. They want to reimagine Terminator with these characters. Well, it's it a, sounds like yeah, and I mean the Terminator story is your classic like grandfather paradox time trap story, right? Go back in time, kill them before yeah. they get bored. So oh. it's uh, it's you know it's Terminator. It's not fair to like compare it, but they're doing that version. But to save Peter Parker from dying in the uterus, like what the fuck? What is happening here? Yeah, I mean, I don't trust anything Sony does without Mar- and without Faye's help. So no, this, I mean, it sounds crazy. It sounds like it could be fun movie, but I, 
it's going to suck because it's Sony and they don't know what the hell they're doing when they don't have someone that actually likes Spider-Man in in their ear. And it doesn't help. It's written by the writers of Morbius. Oh, great. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> and directed by um, S.J. Clarkson, who directed episodes of The Defenders and Jessica Jones. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top tier. This yeah. is good. So, no, so there's far. nothing. There, there's nothing. There's nothing about this that screams. This is going to be good. I'm surprised even Dakota Johnson is involved. Right. That's this, but, crazy that Dakota Johnson is it. But, but then again, they they probably pay a, a boatload for these their leads, and then they don't really care about anything else. You know, you got Tom Hardy. You got yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron uh, Taylor Johnson. You Jared had what's Leto. Jared Leto. Now yeah. you got Dakota Johnson. Like they're. They have names. It's just they're paying though. These like they're not like top tier. They're like the second tier, right? Like they're all kind of the same class of uh, celebrity status. I wouldn't say they're a a list. Right? But they're they're not B list. They're not B list, but they're not like Tom Hardy's not a, a Jared Leto's not a B list actor. No. no uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess you're right. It's just you're just not getting. You know, you're, they're not casting um, Leonardo DiCaprio right. or anything. Oh, yeah, but no, but Marvel isn't doing that. Right. Sure. They'll get them soon enough. <laughs> One day it'll get there. But I just like I I'm kind of curious about this movie now. If this is what they're doing, like this sounds batshit crazy and completely unnecessary. And again, nobody cares about Peter Parker's parents. Why do you gotta go back to Peter Parker's parents? That's not the point of fucking Spider Man. But you don't even have a Spider Man you can use. So whatever, do whatever you want. Spider Dad, Spider Dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's what you need. <laughs> Listener, check out our tea public shop. You can find excellent graphic tees, niche podcast tees, uh, where you can wear them, and your friends will be like, "What the fuck is that?" And uh, then you can tell them, and then they'll want one. Uh, we also have mugs and cell phone cases and tote bags, all with our logo and different designs. And Rugboy's face—who doesn't want to see Rugboy's lovely six teeth smiling face wherever they go? Uh, Jockinner.com/shop. Okay, last thing. <laughs> this should get everybody geek boner. Geek boner. be insulted. You <laughs> <laughs> only have six teeth. Not, All right. I'm just stating facts. Uh, Cobra Kai season five coming up on us very soon. Everybody, September 9th. They put out a, a nice chunky story trailer, really giving you a good feel for what the season is going to bring us. And what's it going to bring us, Anthony? What do we see? What do you think about this trailer? There's a lot of cool, cool shit in here. When I was watching this trailer right before the show, I l- almost got goosebumps when <laughs> when uh, Danny Larusso is it Danny? I forget yeah. his name. Yeah, Danny Larusso, Daniel. chosen, and Johnny. Johnny are standing next to one another. Yeah, as if they're getting ready to train the kids or get into battle. I'm going to myself. I never would have thought. I would see the day when the Karate Kid <laughs> one and Karate Kid two villains chosen. are teaming up with Danny Larusso, and I'm going. In 2022, and I'm going, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Dude, so Chosen can be like the Miyagi, right? The Mia- kind of Miyagi stand No, he's sterner. He's much he's, yeah. more of a yeah. a badass than Miyagi was, but he's kind of calmed down. But he's, that's a guy you want. I was legitimately going, yeah, Chosen's the right choice. Yeah, I, w- I would want Chosen on <laughs> yes, my team if I was course. going to battle with, with uh, yeah. Terry Silver's fucking squad. So, yeah, Terry Silver at War of Dojo. Live or die, man. Die. Wrong. He's not only trying to take over the valley. It looks like he's trying to take over the world. You see, he's enlists the help of a new cast member, uh, Alicia Hannah Kim, who is going to be playing a South Korean sensei that mm. he calls in for this dojo war. 
Uh, and in the meantime, Crease is just beating the shit out of people in prison. I guess Rugs, I, I, what you did you what you like about this trailer? My favorite line is: "Looks like Johnny Lawrence is driving an Uber, and he pulls up these two girls, and he's like, which one of you is Michael?'" She goes, "It's Michaela." He goes, "Whatever." <laughs> and he's fucking <laughs> driving an Uber with Eagle fan decals on it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's one of those things where I was like, uh, "Do we really need another season of this?" And yes, then by we the time do. the trailer was about a minute through it. I was like, oh, we need more of this. <laughs> well, I'll watch another one. I'll yeah. totally watch another one. I'm in. So uh, I guess it's either because there's nothing to watch or this, for some reason, strikes a chord. It's so ridiculous. It shouldn't work. Not sure. But I, it's one of those things that defies logic. But that is the magic of when you got something. Like, it shouldn't so work. It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason why this should tickle my fancy. I should be laughing at this and being like, I'm never watching that shit. But I want to watch it. Some people do I find do. it cheesy. And I, I get that. But, but it is cheesy. It is. But I don't know what it is about this that I watch this and I'm like, bro, this fucking It's epic. complete it's fucking garbage, epic. but it's the greatest complete garbage I've, I've seen. And maybe it's the way it's edited, but like the karate looks a little bit better, but I think it's just <laughs> they're shaking the camera and it looks... But you want like... I can't wait for the matchups. Like, I want to see Daniel fight Terry Silver. I want to see Johnny like they got, fight. They got to stop putting these out before it wears out the welcome, though, yeah. because, like, I don't know if it can just. I keep saying this, but like, I don't know how long I can sustain my enthusiasm. Give me fucking three more seasons. I'll be fine. This, <laughs> just keep going. Like, I don't know what it, it is about this. I think it's it so works good. because it's it's just it's a clever angle. Yeah. It's the, the angle was no one ever thought I'd want to know what Johnny was up to. And now we're five seasons in and we're, you know, we're, we're incorporating all these old characters, but there's twists on the old characters that at first you wouldn't have thought of. And then you think about it logically and you go, I guess I could see where they got to that. I guess I could see where Chosen would have relaxed after. I guess I could see Danny being a used car salesman. (laughs) You know, I guess I could see Crease having this background of a Vietnam vet and, and all this shit. And, you know, so just... It should, like as Rug said, it, he couldn't have said it better. But it 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 shouldn't work, and it does. It's like it's like pineapple on pizza. Yes, it shouldn't taste. That's yummy. That's right. no. That's it what shouldn't taste good, but it does. That's what the first season did to me. First of all, brilliant entry, you know, with Johnny Lawrence. But then after I watched that, I'm going, yeah, Danny is a fucking asshole. What the fuck? I love the way <laughs> they turned me around. I was like, I'm Team Johnny all the way for something to do that with a fucking movie that you loved with 30 years ago. Unbelievable. Now. What's not, you don't see in the trailer, maybe it's hinted at in, a, in one scene, but apparently uh, Sean Cannon, it will be reprising his role as Mike fucking Barnes. Hell yeah. Yeah, from part three in this Karate's bad boy or whatever. Yeah, Karate's <laughs> bad boy. Yeah, so, he's got a flat top. So Terry Much Silver out. is going to have the new South Korean sensei and fucking Mike Barnes versus... Uh, Crease and fucking Chosen and Daniel and well we'll see where Crease goes and Johnny wow epic fucking epic well, it, if anything what what you learn from all these shows is they'll take Mike Barnes and they'll add way more depth to him that you re- didn't even know right. you wanted to have yeah and he might end up being a good guy by you the end feel of it. bad that's, for him maybe sympathize right. you don't know this is what it's so brilliant. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, he, the Terry Silver is now at a point where he's kind of like he was in. Oh, he's full Karate on Kid Part Three. Villain. Yeah, but in the beginning, you know, he's he's thought he lost his way, yeah. and he was uh, uh, much much more calm and like meditative. 
And, you know, as he got roped into doing karate again with Cobra Kai, it was like, it was like as if he fell off the wagon slower and slowly but surely. And, and it brought him back to who his demons, which is being this awful person. I feel like that a lot of these characters were soldiers oh. and they need a war to fight. Yeah, this is the yeah, war. I don't, know, the I don't know how Danny got sucked into this war. I mean, <laughs> Miyagi, you know, and all this stuff seemed to be this pacifist dude. But the war is coming. But he got sucked into a war, and he, yeah. now he's also uh, kind of in it. And they left it. I know. Like I love how it's the end of season four. Everything's all fucked up, right? We, we just it. need we just need Stallone going. There. They drew first blood, not me. <laughs> it's never over. The war's never, never over. <laughs> John, Johnny, hear me. John it's Rambo. Never over. John Rambo, don't fuck <laughs> around. You know that much. Uh, so yeah, very exciting. Uh, I can't wait till that happens. And then uh, just to cl- close up this uh, this reboot talk. Oh, I'm, I, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. The about creators this. of Cobra Kai apparently are working on a spinoff of Ferris Bueller's Day Off at Paramount. The spinoff reportedly will be called Sam and Victor's Day Off. Who are Sam and Victor? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. They were not given their names. In the original movie, the two valet attendants that took the Ferrari for a joyride were Sam and Victor. And it says it will follow the same day adventure of the valets. So the spinoff might show us what Sam and Victor were doing during the movie. I I, I kind of am okay with this. I, like, I thought <laughs> they were going to. They're not fucking with Ferris Bueller. That's still there. They're going to show us what the valets were doing with their car. Someone cars. else's day. Yes, taking Someone jumps. Someone else's day off on that day off. Oh, yeah, right, you're making a movie uh, about a time in the 80s. Yeah. You're tying it to a very well-regarded, very fun film, John Hughes. Oh, great fucking movie. And uh, But I don't understand why you do that. I mean, th- that's the... <laughs> it's not necessary. That's why they're doing it. They're using yeah. the cachet of Ferris Bueller. Yeah. They're doing it in a cutesy way, and they're setting it in that time period, which is kind of popular right now. It could be a way to, I don't know, launch a new franchise or something, but like using those kind of marketing tools. But do I really want to see what they do with the Ferrari? (laughs) What the fuck happened with the Ferrari? They're taking jumps off Lakeshore Drive. That's all we (laughs) saw in the movie. I don't know what else is happening with the Ferrari. I can't. I can't say on paper that that would, this is something I would want to see, but then I read that it's by the Cobra Kai creators, yes. and I go, "Well, these guys are smart, they, and, yeah. and, and and they might maybe maybe they can strike the iron twice, but if there's anyone that can, it's these guys." And this is this is the new wave, man. It's taking old things and not necessarily rebooting them or re- remaking them, adding to it, but just finding an angle. Yeah. Where you can create it in the same universe, but it's from someone else's perspective. Yeah, it's 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 kind of brilliant. The eighties and nineties are still super hot and popular. And if we could fall in love with these two fuck up valets, like the, in the movie, the guys were great. Like I wanted to, hang, I mean, wanted to hang just, out. With just them. just for reference, I know this is completely different, but uh, Top Gun Maverick yeah. just surpassed Infinity yes. War in the domestic box office. Isn't so, that crazy? These things, these things. Have life. Fucking if you find the right angle, they have absolutely. life. Absolutely. Well, I think number one, um, there is the mystique of it being from the past and having like this already established, you know, goodwill. But I also think there is an element that 
we want to escape from this time and go back. Absolutely. Mm, Simpler yeah. 80s. Because this time is such, like, I don't want, watching a movie set in this time is kind of like, it, it's a little, it doesn't it's a ever really, well, it doesn't even re- really even feel real sometimes. Yeah. Like, it just feels so fake. I don't know. Like, because no one wants to actually be like, okay, this is how it really is. So, you go to the 80s, and the 80s is like, okay, we know it's bullshit, but at least it's not now. So <laughs> The 80s was unabashedly the 80s. <laughs> Such it, an it was, innocent time. It, it, uh, you look back on it, and you know, and you you realize there was a lot of things you, we probably should have thought twice about, yeah. but Nobody that's cared. kind of the charm. Yeah, exactly. Dude, but, <laughs> this is what I think. I think, yes, there was definitely some crazy shit going on in a lot of these movies, but I don't think it was mean spirited. I think uh, it could have been, mm-hmm. but I think that even in the most mean spirited of ways, there was still fun to be had. And uh, it was still light enough where you didn't take it that seriously. Like, like even in like Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, they rip out someone's heart. Like you're yeah. not like, Oh, you, you're not even phased that by fucking it. Really, scene then. was crazy, but yeah, there's no hole. Like it just for it closes up and like, Oh, you <laughs> took the heart out. Okay. Yeah, what, yeah. what what they need to do for that Roadhouse reboot is oh. they just need to scrap it. Yeah. And instead, they do it from the angle of the guy that says to uh, Aunt Dalton, yeah. I fucked guys like you in prison oh. and show his time in prison. <laughs> oh. A prequel like that and show that man's time in prison. I want to see guy. what kind of guys he was fucking in prison. <laughs> That's like the movie Anthony wants. Like, how do you get to that point where you go up to a man oh, in the midst of a fight? definitely a movie of... Well, that, that movie is... <laughs> They've made that movie, Anthony. You just have to go to the right section <laughs> I mean, of YouTube. How, how do you get to the point in a fight where you feel like you could say that to somebody and it'd be an intimidating thing to say? <laughs> I think Mike Tyson said something like that. No, once. Mike Tyson's... He's, has the best line ever where he says, I want to eat your children. All praise be to Allah. It's fucking yeah, he, fantastic. He says, uh, yeah, he goes, best I'll, I'll eat your quote. heart. I'll eat your kids. Yeah. Praise be to Allah. Yes. He also, he also says he wants to fade into Bolivian. 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 He I wants to, be Bolivian. Fade, he wants to fade into Bolivian. Bolivian. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I listened to that the other day. <laughs> Which is easy to do if you just what? go to Bolivia. By the way, there's yeah. a show coming out on Hulu <laughs> out. called Mike. It's about, it's like a Tyson. No, it's not coming out. It's not, it's not coming out. No? No. He nope. ca- somebody Tyson, killed it. Tyson killed it. He oh, told shit. Dana White he didn't want to do it. Oh. And Dana White pulled this the plug on it. Oh my god! I saw the trailer. I was like, "Holy shit! That looks amazing! I would absolutely watch that." No, he doesn't want to do god it. He doesn't damn. like. He doesn't he want like how he's portraying there. him. Mm. Yeah, like the Pam and Tommy thing didn't rub them well, but they, that that show was great. Oh, damn it! I was like, well, I was looking forward to that because they <laughs> nobody that. cares if Tommy Lee's mad at you. Yeah, no, but he's. What's you he don't want do? Mike Tyson yeah. who will fucking probably kill you. They use that line. There's still videos. There's a video of him. Within the past six months, beating some dude up on oh, an airplane no for shit. talking shit to him. Oh, shit. Fuck, how do we get to Mike Tyson? Anyways, uh, this is a good place to take a break, everybody. Good place, some promos, good stuff, and uh, come back. And we're going to talk about She-Hulk right after this. Shulky. After these messages, we'll be right back. Attention podcast listeners and YouTube watchers. I'm Logan, the host of Mostly Superheroes a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live-action superhero stuff. Every week, join me, PC Mike, The Giggler, Scotty Scoop, and Carrie as we talk MCU, DCU, books, TV, movies, and more. MostlySuperheroes.com is where you want to be. Watch us on YouTube, listen where you get your podcasts, and we'll see you Monday, Sunday on Patreon. Enjoy the rest of the show. 
Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always. Listener, if you enjoy Anthony whispering the word podcast to you, well, then you definitely... <laughs> should sign up for our fan club over on Patreon, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! Yes, you can support the show monthly or annually, and you get stuff. Give us your money. Get stuff back. Oh, it's now subliminal, Anthony. This is wonderful. <laughs> there is a bonus podcast feed, an exclusive feed just for subscribers, Patreon supporters. Subscribe, subscribe. There's bonus content in the feed. The shows come out early, and as we were talking about at the beginning of the show, you can listen to our 90s action movie draft, where we select the 32 movies that are going into the 90s action movie tournament. This is with John Bellotti Jr. I, the old- yeah, who, who, ends up, who ends up throwing a very questionable pick as our 32nd yeah, movie? Yeah, this time, Bellotti threw in uh, quite a movie that's, uh, we'll see how far it goes. But the only I've already set up the matchups. Oh, you I, have. I, oh, yeah. You, I'm not telling you guys wh- wh- what the matchups are because we have to save it for the actual show. But I, I would bet a lot. I would bet some organs that it's not making it out of the first round with its matchup. Oh my god! First of all, you're going to want to join our Facebook group because I will be posting the uh, list of movies in a few weeks, and there will be some kind of in, inter. Uh, what's the word? Interacting. Inter. What am I trying yeah. to say? Yeah, interaction with the with the nation. There will be an interactive component. Stay tuned. Join the Facebook group. Uh, the only comment I got so far, Jesse Rodriguez posted this both on the Patreon and the Facebook group. He says, where's Death Warrant and Lionheart? JCVD is coming for revenge. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. Those. There's quite a few yeah. of them, you know. Well, I would say. I think JCVD. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's well represented. the most representation yes. out of anybody. So yes. I think we've given him a lot of love. Yeah. Lionheart's okay. It's basically street-level f- blood sport. Okay. Death Warren, okay. I don't remember. Okay. Death Warren, I don't remember. What a name. Right. Death Warren, I, gotta, I don't remember. Uh, you remember I those I know I, saw, I know I saw that, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Lionheart's the one where he's coming up as a club fighter in New York and has a has a African-American guy that's his agent. Oh, he's a cop. Yeah. I'm a yes, cop, you idiot. That's when he goes to jail. Death yes. Warrant. Oh, Death Warrant. Like that's his ah. That's his jail movie. Okay. It was a lockup. Well, those movies not in the running. If you want to hear the movies that are in the running, sign up for the Patreon. There's also Discord benefits. We do a monthly hangout. You can pick a movie, make us review it, watch it, whatever you want. Lots of fun stuff. Jockinner.com slash Patreon. Do it now. Do it now. Do it. Come on. Get down. Grab my hand. <laughs> Okay, let's get to the review. It's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, unfortunately. Get down. It is the newest Marvel Disney Plus TV show, She-Hulk. The first episode premiered. We're going to talk about it. Here is your spoiler alerts. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Be spoiled. That fucking virgin giving you the spoiler uh, alert there. Anyways. Uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. Uh, uh, She-Hulk, 
Of course, based on Marvel Comics character She-Hulk, first appearance, the Savage She-Hulk number one in February 1980, of the character originally created by Stan Lee and John Buscema. And She-Hulk has been part of the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the Defenders, Heroes for Hire, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, she's been around doing a lot of things in the comics. The TV show is created and showrun and written by Jessica Gao. This is the eighth Disney Plus MCU show uh, they have given us, and it is the last TV series of Phase 4. There is still a Halloween special and a Guardians of the Galaxy special, but they're not series, but those are Phase 4. Last TV show. Of course, starring in the lead role is Jennifer Walters, Shulky, uh, Tatiana Maslany. You may know her from Orphan Black. Uh, and in this episode, also featuring Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Uh, Ginger Gonzaga, I believe, plays her friend. Uh, there's a bunch of other people. Nikki, oh, you see Jamila Jamil as Titania. Uh, anyways, Anthony, first episode of uh, the She-Hulk Attorney at Law. What happens? This episode is somewhat of an origin. I guess it's an origin. They speed through her origin, but it starts in a courtroom. She breaks the fourth wall, talks to the camera, explains to us how she became She-Hulk with her cousin Hulk, and we get a lot of fun and training, and then we come back to real time when she's in the courtroom again. That's basically the episode. It's very simple. Very simple, straightforward. I, You know, a lot of the, the uh, scenes we saw in the clips from the trailer, which was a little bit like we got to get past the origin, but what'd you think overall, first episode out? Me? Yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised. Oh, uh. I liked it a lot. I thought... The CGI was much, 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 much improved. I, it didn't. There were only a couple times where I felt I could, you know, I knew it was CGI, but there were only a couple times where I went, "Oh, this is." We're breaks it for you. Yeah. yeah, but for the most part, they put in the work. It looked good. It was. I, I had fun with. I think Tatiana Mazzolani is, is pretty good. She's I great. like her chemistry with with uh, Mark Ruffalo. There were some jokes that landed for me. When she talks about squeezing her ass or something, and yeah. she's like, "She's like, Jessica, I'm your, I'm your cousin. Let's yeah. stop. What are you she's doing? Like, High five. I, like, I, it kind of felt like they had been together yeah. for a while and had been cousins. I like, I like that she just kind of knows the powers already, so we don't have to go through the whole thing that we went with the Hulk. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked, I liked when they fought each other. I thought that was fun. Yeah. The um, I just I the, the overall tone was just. A fun little show where she where it wasn't taking itself too seriously, but they were still peppering in MCU stuff that wasn't as if they were just throwing it in to throw it in. So, for instance, I like that you get a lot of hints of Tony and Bruce's time together during yeah. the blip and yeah. how Tony helped them do this. And you could see that Bruce kind of misses Tony. He still has the helmet. So just little touches like that. I think that shows that the show is not necessarily trying to throw in things just to go, oh, look, Tony Stark, but more of like a nuanced of, hey, like this is the show that is kind of giving you what, giving you tastes of what happened in between the movies sort of thing. So I liked the show overall. That was fun. Rug, solid first episode outing for the She-Hulk for you? I think for the most part, it was was very good. I I, uh, enjoyed it. I think I watched it twice. I watched it a bunch um, of times, actually. I don't know why. I just, I was like, I'm gonna watch this again. Um, I do have some criticisms, but I think overall, um, Mark Ruffalo and Tatiana Maslany kind of were fun to watch. And I think 
it's going to be interesting to see without Mark Ruffalo there yeah. if there's a show. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, look, Tatiana Maslany can act her ass she's off. She's fucking, great. I love her. She's fantastic. I love her. So CG She-Hulk. It's fine. It's a little shiny really, in parts, but yeah, there's times where it kind of breaks. But like, but like for the most part, for a TV show that has to do this like a, a lot, yeah, I think that's where we're gonna have to. We just have to accept it. Is that that's what we're so getting? So one of the explanations you can kind of give for the this CG is apparently Jessica Gao said in an interview that these this whole training origin scene montage was originally supposed to be in episode eight, and they were like, wait a minute, I think people are gonna want to know this right up front. And they moved it to the first episode. So it's possible they thought they had more time on those effects. And they were like, oh, fuck, we got to put this in the first episode. And then half of the VFX people just hung themselves because they don't get breaks or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I love they acknowledge that they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. No, they, you know, they go, well, you're going to you're not going to be able to pay attention to this unless we get through this She-Hulk thing. So let's just do it. I love that. It's so self-referential. She knows she's on a lawyer show. She's like, lawyer show. Let's go. Tatiana Maslany is, if you've never seen Orphan Black, she's fucking amazing. Her chemistry, you're absolutely right, Anthony. They felt like they were cousins. And right. uh, I Their love. Their banter felt, yeah. felt familial. Yeah. I love, and this, and the, uh, I love her, their chemistry. And I love how they explained a lot about what Bruce has been up to. Let's break down some of the things that happen here. The origin story is different from the comics. In the comics, Bruce is going to visit Jen. He's about to tell her he's the Hulk because he needs help. He's on the run from the law, and they're driving around, and she's a criminal uh, defense lawyer, and there's like a mob hit out on her, and she gets shot, and he has to emergency give her his blood to save her right there on the spot or something. Uh, that's how she gets it. This, I like this adaptation. It's weird. You do? I, it's, I mean, I, it's a little hokey, the bleeding uh, into the bleeding. I feel like it was way. <laughs> so it's just it was, very. Like, I, I feel like it's like kind of like if that happens to Bruce Banner at all, like at ever, he ever bleeds. Like everyone's well, no, like his, cutting it, their wrist open. In the past, he's get, mentioned, you know, like in that Ed Norton movie, they mentioned how like his drop of blood. It does drip on the leader on his head yeah, makes I, him all an open crazy. wound. His blood is a fucking weapon. But it works better on the TV. It is convenient that they have this accident. He breaks the thing that's controlling him and just happens to bleed right on her open wound. Sure, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> the reason they crash is this fucking Sakaar spaceship, a ship. It's the Grandmaster ship from Thor Ragnarok just drops down in front of him. What the fuck does this mean? Any theories? It's got to be Scar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe Scar, his son. His son, That's a good, right? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, what? He, he, and then I, he, I, I read somewhere that it was a an uh, a hint that they're building towards World War Hulk. Yes, that's what I read too. Is it yeah, possible? But I didn't see the exact details. So he mentions it later. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got to look into that," and just like forgets about it. But <laughs> could it be somebody like he has a son, and the son came looking, or somebody came looking for him, going, "Bro, you got a son up here. You forgot what are you doing?" Or, or maybe. It's the Grandmaster sending out a scout because yeah. the Hulk was his champion. He wants him back. Wants him back. Yeah, that is. I think uh, just one one quick thing on yeah. the origin. Yeah, I didn't care for it either way. I, I mean, it, it was it was hokey, but I think the the point. I think it was almost purposely hokey yeah. in that the show was going. Yeah, we 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 don't care about his her origin yeah. all that much, Let's so we're just going to run through this so yeah. quick yeah. because I, we just want to get the She-Hulk. And I did appreciate that, and like the show manages to... Because the origin you describe in the comics is a little bit more elaborate. You need it, to make yeah. that yeah. 
that can't be a 28 minute episode or right and minutes. where bruce is here compared to where he is there uh is different so uh it, it's it, the show manages to ride this line of being like silly like you said like it is silly but it, it's it's consistent and it fucking totally works also i love the car like where she transformed looked in the car it reminded me reminded me of the uh original hulk tv show opening with bill mm. bixby where there was a car accident and he flips the car over in the rain there's a lot of little nods to that in this which i loved um and then in that bar scene right afterwards where she beats up all those dudes the bar scene's kind of funny but there's a qr code on the wall and if you scan that you can read uh savage she hulk number one which is what i did oh. i read the origin right <laughs> wow. i was like oh. i didn't even notice that yeah yeah that it's uh it's right on the wall as she enters the bar uh, anyways, then we get to see what Bruce has been up to during the blip in this little house lab in Mexico that him and Tony built, and they were bros, and they hung out, and they carved his name in the thing, which is kind of cute. Uh, but we learn how important her blood is. It fucking cures his arm. So, and now he's, is he stuck as the Hulk? He can't go back. I think he's back to being the Hulk, yeah. But her blood also creates. You said it was it was stuck like that for two years. The last time, yeah, yeah. Uh, his her blood also he mentions can create other hulks, and so he destroys it. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Like people can try to get her Hulk, uh, and we learn blood. Her blood. Her, I mean, her blood. Right, not her Hulk. Her blood. But I love the bit how. <laughs> well, you got to watch out for the you know couple times a month. Uh, <laughs> oh God. You need some really a couple times it, a month. A couple, well, is that how that works? <laughs> That's not, oh shit! I mean, I don't, is that how that, it works? What size? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, is it last one I day? checked, there wasn't any females on this on this one. No, but, that's uh, the thing. Is, I don't know if it happens a couple times. We got a month. three dudes talking about a show with a all about women empowerment. This is gonna go great. <laughs> oh fuck! Someone, <laughs> Lisa Morrison, help us out. Somebody cancel us. Uh, no, <laughs> look, we we. I love the whole bit how she doesn't want to be a superhero, right? And then yeah. the reveal. That she has no alter ego is just she Hulk. is fantastic because he's he's making horse noises. He's like easy girl, yeah. easy, and she's like, "Why are you talking to me like I'm a stray horse?" He's like, "What?" I like the uh, I like the line where she's trying to figure out from him how to turn back, and he goes, "Well, I either get something along the lines of I can either get knocked yes. out really hard, or there's occasions where." Uh, Natasha would sing to me a lullaby or something. She's like, how does that work? Tell me that story. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, I've not figured that out. Yeah, he goes through (laughs) his like greatest hits of like getting punched by Tony and thrown out of a plane, getting knocked out, and then Natasha singing the lullaby. Uh, And uh, yeah, no. And then the training montage, just lots of fun, right? I thought it it was was lots of fun. I thought it was fun too. I thought it was fun and well. And again, the the CGI just worked enough for me where I went. I can enjoy the scene. I also like it, it will scream of women empowerment, but I like the scene where she kind of explains yes. why she can she can, can kind of control this a little better. And it's because she's saying as a lawyer, a female lawyer, she's had to can keep her motion emotions in check her entire life. Yeah, I feel like that's too forced. Like I feel like the reason why she doesn't change is because she got less of a dose of ah, that's, blood. That's ah. also what I thought of. Yeah. And I feel like they they reach they reached for that. Like the logical explanation is she well, you already well, well Bruce Banner already synthesized it through his own body, right? And now when when someone else gets it, it's not this it's pure. Not crazy. Mm-hmm. It's mixed with their blood. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. There already yeah. is an agent that controls it. They. 
managed to switch it all around. So she's like this, like messianic uh, Hulk figure that has all the, the advantages. It's different. And it, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of lazy, but whatever. Um, I took it's it as fine. I took, I'm not, I'm not, it's not. It's not like I'm going to not watch a show because I just wanted to point it out. That's all. I, I took it as because she got a lower dose of the blood. That's why she isn't as big as he is. Right. Right. She didn't get a full blast of gamma, but they didn't say that. I, that's just, just my own mental gymnastics. Yeah, that's what's well. That's what's obviously happening. Right. It's just they they using it to make some kind of point. Is she so like she's better than him at being a Hulk all, uh, already? Well, not better. I mean, things. he's clearly way stronger still. That, they, yeah, I, that's I saw, true. I saw some stuff that he was nerfed. I don't think he's nerfed. I think he's just holding back. That was the big complaint, uh, and we'll get to that in, uh, amongst our listeners and just on the internet. Is that? Uh, but I, it, I, I don't think he was nerfed. It's no. just she has a, a good con- control. Yes, of her the, genetics the, the, are different. I do love him throwing the boulder into space just to fucking like yeah. having a pissy yeah, contest. Did, hilarious. Did, didn't everyone miss that he threw yeah, a boulder he threw into a space? Fucking boulder right into space, real quick. I don't think she can do that yet. And I love her flicking, flicking him off. Yeah, and the fight between them. And he does the one power clap, whatever it's called. Yes, knocks s- her over. She's got to do it like thirty times. Sonic boom, hand clap powers. Yeah. yeah, and she figures out she could do that. That was great too. And then she, they break the bar, and they have to rebuild the bar. And also, yeah, he's sentimental about the bar. Yeah, the bar is great. I, they should have rebuilt the bar. I was man. What about um, it. the Hulk's? Uh, is it worth being a Hulk to be able to drink as much as you want and not get drunk, but still get hungover? How does that work? No, well, it's not that. It's because she can still turn back to human. Oh, he, she so feels she gets, it. Her human form will get hung over. He never feels it. Yeah, because he's Hulk. not turning human. Yeah. So it makes it not, not as fun. They were putting down a lot of booze. Uh, that's expensive, trying to party with the Hulk. Jesus. <laughs> I like She-Hulk's obsession with Captain oh, America being a virgin. let's get to that. Was, I mean, it is kind of a funny thing to think about. I'm surprised it's never come up before. Probably has. Uh, and it ties into the great post credit scene. Uh, but uh, she thinks Captain America is a virgin and then fakes being drunk at the end to get Bruce to reveal that, yes, he stooped one of those dancers at the USO tour before Peggy, I guess. Oh, yeah. And then that, and then it's the closest we've gotten. There's a lot of middle fingers, but it's the closest we've gotten on anything Marvel to the fucking F word being spoken. I mean, she said half of the word. Captain America. Captain America Fox. Fox. He fucks. <laughs> well, uh, I actually did laugh at that scene. Even, even though it's it's complete filler, yeah. it paid off a joke in the beginning. Yeah. And there's the timing on, on they had good comedic timing on it where I actually did laugh that with her with the especially cutting at the end. Captain America Fox. and then you just cut. And then when she's drunk and she's like, that ass, it's so sad, that ass died a virgin. I can't believe <laughs> it. But then I was like, wait a minute. Was he a virgin? Did he ever? I mean, he... Oh, you actually started thinking about it? Yeah, I was like, when would he have... Would he have slept with all those dancers? I mean, he's kind of like a Boy Scout. I don't know if he ever... Maybe with Peggy? Hey, man, man, man's got needs. Yeah. (laughs) And you have to imagine the amount of testosterone flowing through Captain America is... It's got to be way more than the average human being. (laughs) Yeah, he's got yeah. that compound V serum <laughs> shit up There's probably him. a cat baby ru- ru- running oh, around somewhere. Pro- yeah, there's going to be a couple enhanced. There, there's a reason why they never focused on that man's front. <laughs> it's a super soldier semen. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, great. Also, great end credits. The illustrated uh, watercolor drawings. I love that. It, was, it looked 
really good like courtroom drawings, which they do on a fucking Wacom Cintiq drawing tablet. Did you see that, Rugs? I, I didn't know. Yeah, all, state so, of the art. Uh, I didn't know it was all digital. I always I want. I don't think it was a Cintiq, by the way. No, I was, think it was, it was a, a surface. A, it was a it was a Surface Studio. Yeah. I've uh I've kind of looked into. I just wanted kind of wanted to be a courtroom sketch artist because like I would sit around and draw people anyways. I would like to be a stenographer. No, you don't. Because I like that little typewriter. No, what the fuck? Wait a minute, Imran, you want It's perfect yes. for me. It's I've huge thought, on me. I've, I've thought about it. I was like, I, I would mind being. How a, fast do you have to draw to be a courtroom I'm, uh, I'm pretty good. I got I got really good. I would sit at cafes and on the subway, and I got good at just drawing. And where and part of art school illustration training, there was one of our teachers that would train you to draw like a large scene really quickly. How do you get into that business? I don't know. I was trying to look it up. I was like, does the city hire you? Let, let me tell a quick story about Imran drawing people. Yeah, <laughs> we were in lot. We were we got to we got we got early tickets to a premiere for Captain America: The Winter Soldier. So we're sitting in oh line God, two or three hours before the movie's about to start. One of my other friends is sitting maybe 30 feet away. Imran decides to pull out his pad and start drawing one of my friends sitting there. Yeah. So then when Imran was done, I grabbed the drawing. And I go, hey, my friend over there drew you. And my friend was literally so creeped out. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's why? a creepy, it's a definitely a creepy thing, especially when you do. <laughs> why it. is your Why is your buddy looking at me and drawing me right when now? When you do it in public, you have to like make it. You, there's an art to drawing people and looking at them without making them look like you're drawing them. Like you also <laughs> you learn how to do that when you're in Starbucks and shit. That, you're in, you're on the path to being Robin Williams in that one hour photo. <laughs> I just collect. But everybody does it. Anybody who draws does that. You're, you're, they make they yes, make you do it. You are trained to go out and draw from life and draw from. But it's like an assignment. It's yeah. like an assignment they give yeah. you yeah it is creepy though it still doesn't make it less creepy <laughs> they they trained you to be a creep they, they're like this is how you be a creep hide in this bush and draw as many people <laughs> as you can you get an a that was my would it be cool friend. if you wore a shirt that says i'm drawing people now i'm drawing you if, if i'm yeah. looking at you that means I'm, you, drawing. I'm probably drawing you sorry i just gotta say if you end up in a red room looking at pictures of little kids <laughs> what does that mean you're, yeah, you're, there's some going on. Man. What if the room's blue? Yeah, does it have to be red? Because that's definitely happened. <laughs> Different color, definitely happened. Yeah, I think the red. I think it means that you're exposing film, but we don't do that anymore. Look, I'd no, like to draw true. people. It's not a crime. Anyways, back to Shield. <laughs> uh, the flashback ends, right? Yeah, and uh, they come to. Uh, they're they're all cool, and we get introduced to Titania, who just fucking storms in Jamila Jamil. Bust, might be the worst debut ever of a Marvel the wall character. In a ridiculous that was yeah. Outfit. That's another thing that I really <laughs> like disliked. Kool Aid man. That that she should have just been like, oh yeah, had like Kool Aid with her. <laughs> what the fuck was that? There was nothing cool about that. There's no Kool Aid to be found. And then she does a flying kick. Oh, it, that it's, was terrible. It's probably the worst. I, I think it was purposely. But it was one of the worst debuts you'll ever see of a character. Like, if anyone is out there was a Titania fan, they completely botched that debut for that, that was, character. That was so it bad. Was jarring. It was jarring, to say the least. I, that, I, I hope she has a redemption because they, they hired that actress to just no, this, be a joke. There's got to be more. There's gotta, there's gotta it be was more. one of the worst things because in so many ways. Number one, the character debut was terrible. And then, then, then the reason... Oh, I have to go. Her friend just goes, go be shield. She's like, okay. Oh, no, I love that. When she's like, oh, I love this outfit though. Like, I thought that was cute. And she's like, shoes, give me your shoes. Like that kind of way. They don't, they don't have them do a cool fight. They no, just, she just punches him. They, they just zoom past everything, yeah. montage the whole thing in 20 seconds. I'm sure there'd be more with the Titania. I mean, those are just, you would hope that's just, it's Jamila Jamil. She's hot too. And funny. She was on the good place. But yeah, that was uh, awkward. 
Yeah, it was it, it was almost as if they they had the show and they were filming that scene. And they went, oh shit, we got to end the show in thirty seconds. <laughs> we're out of time. Yeah, but we just have debuted Titania with thirty seconds left. What are we going to do? Let's just punch her out. Cliffhanger for next time. Yeah. I can't. There, there's no cliffhanger. So, she's she's already punched out. She's punched out. No, but I'm looking forward to. Apparently, we're going to get a lot of enhanced individual characters. Cameos. You should be most outraged about this. She's your ilk. I know. She's a brown girl. Well, she's Pakistani. She's Pakistani. No, I know. I mean, you, see, if it was Camille, this guy would be all over it. But <laughs> Jamila. Jamila, he doesn't give no, a shit. She's more. I'm glad she's in this. There's going to be more with her. Uh, you 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 better be more outraged if they do her wrong. Because, I, well, I don't know uh, the character of Titania, so I, selective yeah. your selective placement of uh, who you support in the you Pakistani community. Johnny yeah, there's a lot of hot brown girls though. There's a lot of hot brown, brown yeah, girls. It's not there. one of those two people or that documentary that you tried recommending to us back in the day. Which one? Imran doesn't support it. That you, RRR. That's not that one where you were trying to tell us about how awesome the the Pakistani documentary. Oh my god, was. that was like four years ago. I kind of remember. Yeah, that. I know. I I haven't forgotten. Holy shit! I traumatized him. <laughs> Jamil, Jamil, they did her dirty. Man, she is a wonderful, talented actress, and just because she's brown, she hunts her out. This is some bullshit. There you go. Oh, uh, there you go. Does that work? You better have that. You better bring that energy next time Look, that you were wrong. I'm Brown a, rage. I'm looking bring forward it. to Wong. We're going to see Daredevil in the yellow costume. We're going to see uh, lots of cameos. Sounds like the show is is basically Ali McBeal. Well, that and plus just new cameo every oh, week. Tim Roth kind of thing. abominations coming. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So it, it, the show is really built on, as Rugs alluded to. Can Tatiana Mazzolani have as much chemistry with everyone that cameos as she did with Mark Ruffalo? I think she can. She is great. She's very good. Very good at that. I mean, I don't doubt it. It's just you got to see it, it happen. Ri- it's, yeah, it's, the show rides on her, and you know, just like Iman Vellani killed it, the show is going to ride on her shoulders, and and it when she she pulled it off. I, Tatiana Mazzolani is way more experienced, and again, Orphan Black, she plays seven clones of herself, and there are scenes where there's five clones of her, and you forget that it's the same fucking person playing all these different people. She was so amazing in separating these characters. I'm super impressed. Okay, let's let's do this. I think uh, before we get to comments from the nation, I think we will um, watch this weekly, but not formally review it, and then we'll review it at the end of the nine episodes. Yeah, what do you think? That's what we're doing. Sounds good. What to else me. is what else is we got to review? I don't know. Andor is going to start. There's we're going to talk about House of the Dragon a little bit. The Lord of the Rings shit's going to start. Um, we got movies. We got there's Patreon movies, stuff. There's Patreon yeah. picks. There's stuff to fill it. So let's. I do don't know that. if we need to review it nine. Yeah, yeah. we can. Okay. We can, or what we can do is, if there's a particular episode where we we think it's really good or we yes. want to talk about it and we have nothing to talk about, we'll throw that in. Otherwise, we'll review the end of the oh, season. Oh, there is a. Uh, I'll tease this now. There is a casting in the show that ties into my other podcasts, and both of my worlds are colliding. And I geek boner. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bronze show. Yeah. No, no. I'll just okay. I'll tell you. Mark Lynn Baker, Larry Appleton will be playing Jen- Jennifer's father on the show. Whoa, he's Hulk's dad. He's Larry Hulk's dad. Larry Appleton is She-Hulk's dad. Those two, nice. actually, they were just at the Steel City co- convention in uh, Pennsylvania, Comic-Con. They did a whole panel, Bronson Pinchot and Mark Lynn Baker. People still love Perfect Strangers. They should listen to Dance of Joy, a Perfect Strangers rewatch podcast. The one thing I heard about this show... Um, from Sean Chandler. I didn't watch his entire review, but he did say that one of the reasons he's liked the first, I think, four episodes so far is yep. they actually treat this show as a episodic TV show rather yep. than a long movie. So every show, every episode kind of is self-contained. 
Yeah, it's a, no. it's a half hour legal comedy, which is what was advertised. Like it's Ally McBeal with She-Hulk. That's exactly what they said it was going to be. And it seems like, yeah, the critics got four episodes and everybody seemed to love those four episodes. So I can't wait yeah, to see. What's the, uh, let me just check the Not Rotten Tomatoes, 82% oh, right now. Not bad. It was getting review bombed like Miss Marvel was before it came out by, I don't know, dudes who were like, I don't like women. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> They're just like, I, why? I can't believe they made a Hulk into a girl. Boo. I don't know. Okay, so having said that, pleasantly surprised by the, yes, the first me too. episode. Let's let's uh, we're gonna check. We're, we will review the full season once it ends and talk about it uh, a little bit as big things happen. Let's rate this first episode, and I want you Ooh. to rank it amongst the first episodes we've gotten so far. Oh, yeah of 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 the Mar- of the eight Marvel shows. Oh my god! Wow, this is so meaningless. Okay, know, let's it's do completely it. arbitrary. Wow. Yeah. Who wants um, to go first? I'll do it. Okay. I'll be okay, like go. it's a. Uh, it's a seven, and in the in the ranking, how is it in the top three? I don't think so. It's probably in the f- number four. I would say. I don't okay. Know. All right. Let me. Let me. I'm gonna have word vomit as I think okay. about this. Okay. Yeah. Just spit it out. I'm gonna rate the first episode a eight and a half Whoa. out of ten. Oh shit! I did like this episode a lot. I'm gonna really quickly. The first episode of WandaVision was intriguing yet confusing, yeah. but very intriguing. Yeah. First episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier was, was all right. Yeah. Uh, what if? I don't even remember. Yeah. Loki. I hardly remember that. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye was okay. I really liked Moon Knight. I really liked Miss Marvel. Yeah. I'm going to go three or four. Yeah. With, Ru- okay. uh, with Rug said. Okay. Three or four. Three, one, of the, one of the two. But I- the. Again, I don't remember some of the first episodes. I know. Episodes. Well, then they're not good episodes, right? I don't know. That's true. I guess you're right. I will give this episode an eight, and I'll just say I think it's one of the better first episodes that they've put out of any of these shows. I watched it twice, but I watched Moon Knight twice. I watched WandaVision twice. I'll put this twice. up there with uh, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight and WandaVision first episodes, definitely. So do it that way. There you go. Okay. All right. Let's find out what our Facebook group and our listeners thought of the episode. <laughs> It's time for time news, for news from, from the nation. nation. It's time for news from the nation. Flapper. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Our buddy Blake Braden. Here's what he thought. He said, it's fine. Did everything a first episode is supposed to do just felt very lazy to be like, oh, she's stronger, can control her Hulk better and evolved her Hulk more in a three day period rather than Banner, who took 15 years. If that's the way it is in the comics, so be it. But I could have done with a little more having her struggle with building her Hulk. Also, the CGI is OK. Her mouth movements look slightly awkward. She she she's pretty in control of herself in, in the comics, right? Yeah, she's uh, the, yeah. the same way. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty my much. thought. And she like enjoy- she in the comics though she enjoy- I think she enjoys going to court as Hulk a lot. She likes being. So maybe she'll learn to enjoy being She feels empowered by it. Well, now right, so. and now uh, the way this episode ended, the world knows, right? And so she's yeah. going to be a big social media star uh from now on. Uh Daryl K just says I fucking loved it. Said I fucking loved yeah. it. Rick Martinez just wrote Cheeto's fingers, which is has, any- you know- has anybody done that? Yeah. What? what do you mean Cheetos? Eating fingers? Cheetos with chopsticks so you don't get I no. just saw I just saw on Shark Tank. I think it's an old episode. They made but yeah. they made up they made an invention for eating Cheetos with chopsticks where you just throw the chopsticks on your fingers. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. It kind of makes and sense. And they got they got an investment. Oh, they got it. They got a shark too. Yeah. Where is that product? Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, yeah, it's a thing. People eating, they're not wanting the. Che- I, I'm old school, man. I like the the old school Cheeto dust all over the fingers, lick my yeah, fingers, absolutely. and then touch everything in my apartment. Oh, well, why is there and, orange and, shit and, on everything? Yeah, and everyone and people walk in and like, why yeah. is it red there? I'm like, uh, <laughs> decoration. The keyboard has got orange stains on it. Well, like, now what? it's all taki fingers. I see yeah. those in takis. Both of them will do it. Yeah, the, yes. the, my white keyboard is no longer white. <laughs> is that a keyboard cover? No. <laughs> Anthony's like, I'm gonna make it white again. Listen, I think I think they just increased the sales. Ugh. Oh, I just got that. What the fuck? What do you think about that? Uh, they just help sell some chopsticks, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Chris Marin says, isn't she supposed to be a slightly watered down version of Hulk that is permanently green because she had the blood given via a transfusion? Eh, probably. Yet here, just because she's a female, she can have all the power from a few drops of blood and control it instantly with none of the gamma side effects of two separate people fighting for control of a single body. I enjoyed this, but it was not what I wanted. Just like with Thor Love and Thunder being a good superhero spoof movie, I enjoyed it. But now I want to watch the real Thor sequel with Gore not portrayed as a campy Voldemort. I mean, I get some of that criticism. I a lot of anger there, but like <laughs> I do I I do understand that this is true it, there's nothing that's not true being said that's here. the thing it's, it's, it's sex joe st john said that titania intro was not good in my opinion agreed that's, that was terrible hulk cgi isn't up to scratch they really did hulk dirty but otherwise it was a fun watch i guess we'll stay tuned but starting to get fatigue with all the shows it's mm. a real thing marvel fatigue is a real thing lisa morrison here we go we have a female commenting on the show about females uh not just about females but one very important strong green man lisa morrison the female that's what she's defined as she's the best female well, she'll know about how many times a month it happens <laughs> she can tell her, give us a number we, we need some data here what the fuck lisa morrison says i was sufficiently entertained and want to watch more to me that's all you can really ask for from a first episode I feel like Marvel is in a no-win situation when explaining superhero origins. Their comic reading audience gets annoyed, too, when too much time is spent on origins, but the non-comic readers are left confused or feeling shortchanged if the origin story isn't fleshed out enough. I really like Tatiana Maslany, so I'm optimistic it will be good. I think they did a good job at like spending just enough time on the origin. Let's get to the show. It depends on what you want to do. Rugboy disagreed with you, I think, during the, during the show. Oh. What do you mean? The origin. You, you didn't like that origin, right? No, I think the origin was yeah. They rushed through it yeah. and to get to to get to fun stuff. Yeah, but again, but, I am not annoyed that like they spent a whole episode on it. And we can get to the show, but yeah, but that first episode you you could have expanded that to like three episodes, and I feel like that 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 would probably be just for as the fun origin, as we're, we're, three we're, episodes. We're see. That's a lot. Well, yeah, you have like. You have her, you figure out, you, you start with her life as it is. Right. Right. And you kind of see like what her life is like. Then she goes to visit her, her cousin. Then she gets into the accident. Then he, she gets a transfusion. You're too linear. This is nonlinear yeah. storytelling. But like this way, you know, the character yeah, true. and why the change, what the change does or what it doesn't do. But you get a good sense of Jen Walters from this first episode, right? She does it well. The writing's there. Like their chemistry yeah, to some degree, she's yeah. she's focused on her career, yeah. and that's it. That's all you really get from her. All right, and she really, you know, she doesn't. She feels like people are always trying to talk talk down to her and tell her what to do, even though she's very 
accomplished lawyer. But, yeah, but they are because my sister tells me these stories all the time of like, I'll say something. <laughs> she'll be at meetings and she'll say something. And nobody said and literally the man standing next to her will say something and everybody will be like, oh, great idea. Brilliant. Like I've hear the story over and over again from the woman's perspective. But I think that I think that that's a perspective thing. I think it happens to everyone. Possibly. I think that people don't listen to things that I say all the time. Well, nobody listens to me. So, <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> people ridicule me on a constant basis. I don't think it's because I have boobs. Well, I do. Well. I do have little boobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, you know. This is all just, white noise anyways. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Scotty Swoop from Mostly Superhero said is exactly what I expected. Fun couple, cool parts here and there. Some fourth wall stuff and great post credit scene. Can't wait to see where it goes. Jesse Rodriguez says, well, that was surprisingly entertaining. Short and sweet, went in with low expectations, came out smiling. Good time. Uh, Daniel Lidl says, seems to be pretty faithful to the John Byrne comic from the late 80s, early 90s. Not so serious as most, but not as silly as Deadpool. I will keep watching. Wife liked it. That's an important thing is like now there are shows that you can watch with your significant other together. Like, I think that's huge. I think it's good to get the wife involved because then you don't feel guilty yeah. about watching it. You don't have to hide that you're watching right. it. You're like, look, this is, and then like with hide your kids, hide your <laughs> wife. <laughs> with Miss Marvel, you had like around Imran. whole Indian Pakistani families gathering together to watch it and like enjoying it. So not enough. That was the lowest rated show ever. More yeah, they got all disappointed together. <laughs> not that many Pakistanis, I guess. I don't <laughs> know. Fuck. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Jamila Jamil got done dirty. Uh, okay, John <laughs> Bellotti Jr., you heard him on the 90s show. You've heard him here. He's our admin of the group. What did he he's think? the Godzilla guy, right? He's a, Yeah, he's the Godzilla guy. That's all he likes. <laughs> That's all he likes. All he That's all he knows about. about. That's all he knows about. One thing. Uh, hey, what's your opinion on Bruce Lee? Well, I really like Godzilla I thought, 54. I think Godzilla could beat him. God, Walker versus Godzilla. So, dude, we didn't ask you that. <laughs> it's weird. He always answers with Godzilla. <laughs> Bill, this time, let's see how many times he says Godzilla. He says, I actually enjoyed it for what it was. I kept waiting for the Hulk to be neutered, which many Marvel Disney shows have been inclined to do with their type A male characters since Endgame, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It's definitely written from and for a female perspective. I mean, it should be since it's a female character. My only gripe with modern media is that writers now tend to build up a female at the expense of a male character. Stranger Things, very guilty of this this season. I expected the show to be heavy-handed with that, but I was surprised that it was very minimal. Wow. Well, do you, well, you know, he doesn't normally like these no. things. Well, so. how do you like it? I feel well. like <laughs> I feel like he was being very generous. Right? right? He was like, we caught yeah. him on a good day. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Yeah, he must have like he just had like a great vegan pizza. He must have yeah, he must have had a great vegan drinking gluten free beer, and he's just feeling. Well, good. he hasn't been inhaling toxic fumes oh, for right. nine hours right. at had, five in the morning, right. starting at five in the morning. So he's been getting enough rest. He's on his break. As mentioned, he probably had a good vegan hot dog. Even yeah, he hasn't yelled and, at any incompetent workers for a long right. time. And then and he got to tour the city probably and tell everybody where he's banged girls <laughs> on the corner. So he's he's in his he's in the zone right Listen, now. You got to take good. the John Bellotti New York tour. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It, you should sell that, those, John. Yeah, those tours. Yeah, it's like it's like the architecture tour in Chicago. Oh, yeah, forget the, the Capone boats. tour. I want the Bellotti yeah. sex tour. What, what yeah. are you? What are you? Uh, are you doing this? Uh, is that foot tour? You have to walk this, or can <laughs> no, you go on a bike? A walking tour, maybe. No, you, you, yeah. he's so tall that you just ride on his shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he carries you around. <laughs> he's a strong, like Hulk, like 
uh, uh, not stocky, but big boned guy. So he can just put you on he his shoulders. And, just walk and he's a strapping, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's strapping and, lad. And then you get yes. a better view of where he was boning somebody, right? Because right. you're yeah. high. Right. Right. So, all right. I think we did, our, we did our we, we, we did Pilate pretty big. All right, okay, let's, let's, <laughs> sorry, Pilate. We love you. You know. Let's finish up with some. What are we watching? Wait, what about Ben? Oh, I missed one. Yeah, Ben Cranford. Uh, Wes yeah. Cranford. Wes. I'm sorry, Wes. We got so caught up on Bilotti. I forgot about Wes Jeez. Cranford. Bilotti's distracting. Is it because he's old? Uh, who, Wes? No. Yeah. no. Wes is old with the young at heart. He could kick my ass. Yeah. That's for sure. He can outrace me and outlift everything. Here, I'm going to read it because okay. you don't really care to read it. So <laughs> I really enjoy this one. I like the strong female with a humorous disposition. The comedy is good. And the fourth wall break was done with discretion, meaning not, <laughs> I like that he has to tell us what it means, meaning not overused. Like I like that she picks things up quicker and is smart, I guess, because Bannard already had, had has already done the hard work. The feminist humor was well done well and not cringeworthy, except the silly makeup scene. Lots of opinions with this one in future shows could be a few fun ride. Yeah, so overall, I feel like people were pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly like, surprised. I think it, it didn't it it, it did what it had to do yeah. without ruffling too many or ruffling too many feathers. Oh, there you oh go. I want to ruffle my feathers. I, that's I think like it the was third pot I made. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty, you you need to just keep drinking the that booze. Uh, yeah, that I think that high booze noon is good. Is good. <laughs> yeah, high noon works. Yeah. That's like vibe, an I, that's a good boost for you. I, I think uh, it, the show couldn't have gone. Couldn't have gone anywhere but up after that first trailer. So that's true. Yeah, Every, I think everyone. That's, I mean, that's, that's one of the worst trailers you'll ever see. I think it's clever marketing to get people walking in with low expectations. <laughs> put out a shitty just trailer. Like purposely this, put out yeah. bad CGI in a trailer. You can't go wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, have them pick up a dude like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. What are we watching, fellas? Anthony, what have you been watching? Anything interesting lately? I plan to watch House of Dragon. I see it's on your thing. Uh-huh. I, I plan to watch it, but I'm still I'm doing my '90s research. Yeah. And I watched for the first time Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, the Van Damme hockey movie. Oh, there movie. you go. It's Van Damme's Die Hard on the Ice Die Hard, hard movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely Die Hard. It, it, <laughs> it's just almost beat for beat the same Oh, movie, my God. But, it, it's, uh, but, it fits well in our tournament, though. Yeah, there's there's good action. It's it's actually very well produced. I think there was like $30 million invested in it. So at oh, that wow. time, it, yeah. there's a lot of practical stunts. Um. Again, I think we talked about it on the show, but you got Jean-Claude Van Damme fighting a woman in a mascot suit. It's amazing. And, and you got him, and then <laughs> they do woman. a scene towards the end where the movie just kind of halts because he decides to <laughs> disguise himself. He's getting chased by the bad guys. He runs into a locker room, puts on the goalie's outfit, and then goes out and plays like 10 minutes as oh a goalie. Oh, my God. In in the in the game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals, is he? It's been established as that he's a hockey player and he knows how to play hockey. It's a, ever? You, got, you need to watch it, but it's established that he played hockey at one point in okay. his life. And he's French Canadian. Oh, he's he, French Canadian. He, he yeah. makes. I'm spoiling things, but he makes the save. Everyone's going nuts because he came out on the field as as someone else. He, he's right. disguised as someone else. Right. And then he looks up into the crowd and does sign language to his kid, telling him "I love you." And the kids, his kids, like, "Oh my God, my dad is out there." <laughs> And wow. then the movie, it like the, it, the movie takes a break to do this sports moment, and then jumps back into Die Hard. Wow! But Powers Booth is in it; he's pretty good. It's like Miracle meets Van Damme movie. Hmm. It's it's Die Hard and <laughs> Hockey Rink. It's 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 almost the same movie, but fun stuff. There's 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 a lot of fun little things they do with the fight scenes and the kills. So, and you got John Claude Van Damme trying to be an everyman, which is. That's very weird. tough with that yeah, accent. That's weird. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I can relate to that guy with the strange accent. I yeah. gotta watch that one. I gotta do all. I gotta watch all the. There, there's one. Movies. There's there's the building is rigged with bombs. 
and he's a fireman and he decides he's just going to start disarming the bombs and it's like how did you learn how to <laughs> disarm bombs also, you're just a you're fireman <laughs> French so, Canadians yeah. know how to do all that shit yes, they learned in, it in, in school in France you learn to, def- you to <laughs> use the bomb <laughs> decommission bombs quickly yeah. France very, very worth a watch no man I can't wait I can't wait uh, let, Rugs, did you watch House of the Dragon? No. Are you planning to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> let let me just let's start there because I watched it live. And live. Uh, who does yeah. that? I mean, it was it was maybe it was maybe it wasn't live. It was like half hour delayed, but it was mostly live. It was still going. Uh, HBO reporting today: ten million viewers across all their platforms fucking tuned into this. It crashed. Wow. It crashed the HBO Max site for a while Can we, let the, me ask you something about hbo max because you yeah, have it uh, yeah. we all have it yeah when the show comes out on hbo can you watch it that night at the same time on hbo max you know what i i haven't checked but i believe so i believe yeah. they they put it up after it's aired oh so that's you're then you're saying no it doesn't you can't watch it at the same time everyone you have I to wait an they hour wanted to air first and then it goes up i'm not sure someone let us know so well, right. i will test this next week Test it. Well, what do you think? Uh, fucking Game of Thrones is back, baby. Oh, oh holy shit! This, this I, 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 I really loved it. I fucking loved it. It has everything you want in a Game of Thrones thing, right? It's got dragons. It's got really violent scenes. It's got incest overtones. It has uncomfortable fucking scenes that I couldn't watch. There's boobies. There's fuckings. There's orgies. <laughs> Uh, there's dismemberments of all sorts of body parts, and they show it. Oh boy! Oh, Matt Smith is pretty good. It was it was really good. It takes place 200 years before what happened in Game of Thrones. All and it's it was nice to see the Iron Throne, King's Landing, uh, all these. The, the sets look amazing. The dragons look pretty good. The one part looked uh, whatever. My friend said it was pretty good. And I'd mentioned that I was not enthused because I'm off the last season. He said it's it, he said it's back, and I said it's basically back, said baby. if you when you hear the chords and you see a good episode, you'll be back in. So I'm, I'm Dude, excited to watch it. Ten million viewers, I think it's back. But isn't it funny how like a lot of people are just like fuck that show after the I mean the it had a good six seven seasons and one season makes you just turn off the whole fucking thing. This is like good early Game of Thrones. I really dug it. I mean, it's one of the most disappointing last seasons you'll ever see. But so. also belonging to one of the best shows that's ever been on TV, I mean, which is crazy. Y- you guys could probably answer it, but I feel like it's that and Lost were like the two most disappointing yeah. season finales you'll See, ever get in your life. Fuck Lost. See, yeah. I don't like Lost anymore. I, I, feel, I, I feel like Lost is worse. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gotcha. But this one comes as a close second because, you know, you had such amazing shows and such amazing characters and you had this great buildup and then it kind of just... I. You want to know what the thing was that was that was so bad about it is that they consciously cut it short. Yeah, they you, they needed you know, more time. Rushed yeah. through everything, and it's fucking annoying. And none of it played right yeah. because of that. Yeah, they 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 completely went back on all their they built they burned down all their characters and made them act in ways that they never acted before, just for the sake of time. Yeah, they had, they just had to resolve it, and they're like, oh, we could just do it this way. This is fun. This will be. It'll be subverting expectations and blah blah yeah. blah. And for what? But, to go do a Star Wars movie that never happened. That's not happening anymore. Nah, what the nah. fuck? Yeah, no. that's that's now it's getting me angry again. But House how many Dragon, episodes? 
Uh, it's probably ten episode seasons, like HBO. Do we, we want to review it at the end, or what do we want to do? Uh, if you guys are gonna watch, yeah, we. Sh- I think. Uh, listen, everybody's watching this fucking thing. Did you see this TikTok video that's trending of the New York City apartment building? And you could see all the windows. Yeah, I did. I and did, clearly, yeah. everybody's watching the same thing. It flickers on and off every window. They're all watching House of Dragon. This fucking show is huge already. It's going to be big. It's like their biggest premiere. Ten million, is, 10 million. Is, is a huge. lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's huge. So I, if you, I think watch it. Let's review the first season when it ends. I get if you guys are caught up. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch it as soon as it comes out. If that was a movie in the box office, it'd be a hundred million, right? wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, like we said, the fucking Flash TV show can't even get a million viewers. 700,000, 800,000. Rugs, you watch anything uh, notable? I just watched The Day Shift. Oh, I watched that too. Let's talk about that. I wasn't planning on watching it, but I turned it on and I was like, oh, this is stupid. I'll Jamie watch Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, Snoop Dogg, Cutting Next, oh, Cash and Checks. Movie. Yes. How was that? Uh, we talked about the, how was it, Rugs? It was shitty, yeah. but I watched the it's whole thing. Not, it's not good. Lame. It's not good. This is yeah. good action. Made no sense. And nothing else is good in it. <laughs> just the action scenes. You can fast forward through everything else. You just sometimes you just watch a movie that you know is bad just to like just you're like because it's an easy watch. Yeah. But just because something is easy to watch doesn't mean it's good. You know, you're like, ah, I had fun with it for whatever it was. That's what it was. It was like I threw it on for like a momentary entertainment. It. It's let, let me ask yeah, you this real forgettable. quick. Uh, what's the difference between? I'm just genuinely curious. What's the difference between a movie where you can throw it on, and you can you know it's not great, but it, it's it's easy watch, and why is that now like a move? That's not the type of movie no anyone really wants to see. But in the 80s and 90s, there were all those types of action movies that you because could throw you on. keep going back to the other ones, right? Mm. The other ones have something that you can't find anywhere else. This movie just reminds you of other movies uh, that that are better. It's like because it's derivative. Food. Yes. Those other movies yeah. are like comfort food, and there's just something about them. Well, I think that, number one, um, these movies aren't going as hard as the other ones are. Yeah. Like, they're only going hard in one aspect or another. Like, oh, we're going to have more crazy, elaborate action sequences. or But, like, there's no lore. There's nothing there's that makes no you, story. like... There's no You don't care about the characters. Yeah, there's just nothing to it. No, it's just like, good, okay... The writing, the dialogue is so fucking bad in this movie. And it's not even that. It's just like, okay, so like these other older movies, they were either number one ahead of their time or they were they were breaking new ground or they were just bashing genres that weren't bashed together before in a successful way. And that's was all being done in those earlier days. So when they do it now, it's just, you know, you're like, it's, we've seen this before. So that's it's not as good in that way. Mm. Sometimes it transcends it. Like sometimes a movie will be uh, crazy and you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch. Like I feel like Godzilla versus Kong is one of those where I wanted to watch it immediately again. Cause it was just so fuck. It was a bad movie, but it was so bonkers yeah. that I wanted to like and the action delivered so much that it was like just to, for the spectacle of watching it worth, worth watching. I think something like that, uh, I don't know. It's it's just there's there's a je ne sais quoi, a, a thing that beyond my grasp of knowing exactly what it is. But that's fair. Um, some some things like actually get better with time. Some movies like sure you hate it at first it might it might take a shine to later. It happens. Like Constantine recently, we're like oh, I didn't see it when bad. it first came out, but I did like that movie when it's we talked about it last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Day Shift, whatever, you can watch it if you're bored, just 
I needed more Snoop Dogg, my opinion. Uh, the last thing I do want to talk about that I watched, and I kind of want us to review it. I don't know if everyone's going to be on board to watch this, but it is the Sandman Netflix TV show. I watched the first season. And it's, I really loved it. It was I fucking dug it. They did a. It's a an amazing adaptation of a comic book story that stays true to it, yet combines characters, adapts things, and makes it work better on television. And then they did something crazy. They put out the first 10, 10 episodes. And then just this week, they released a bonus 11th episode. Oh, shit. Whoa. Out of nowhere, which is like, it's a two-parter. There's two stories. And it's basically like two standalone issues of Sandman in between the big story arcs. Uh, and that was also really good. And this is also the most watched show on Netflix at the moment. It's uh, still in their top 10. Um, and he's trying to get a second season because it's very expensive. He said he'll take it somewhere else if Netflix doesn't want to give him a second season. But I need him to finish the whole run of Sandman because I fucking I really loved it. Hmm. Uh, it was very good, and I'd be curious to know, like you, Anthony, what you thought of it. Uh, it it's oh. it's a it's a weird show. I you probably don't want to watch it. Rugs, do you have any plan to watch it? I do, but I don't know when I'm going to get to Maybe it. Maybe there's a listener out there who wants to review the show with me. Cause I <laughs> like, is it something to, I can I watch? Talk about and like, is it something that's going to make me want to watch the next step? Because is it a bingeable show or it's, is it like not really? Uh, it's, it's kind of bingeable. It starts out a little bit slow, but then episodes like four, five, six in the last half. Because the only way I'll make it through is to binge it. And if it has to be bingeable. It's, kind of a, it's like the comic book where it's like mini stories that take up a couple of episodes and then just kind of anthology bits piecing in dreams character and the thing. So I was well, like, okay, I can yeah. tell you this. I'm yeah. probably not going to watch it. Damn it. I, know. I, I <laughs> don't even know if, if, like if it. rugs watches it. You guys can do a review of it on the show. I want to, but at the very this. least, I think regardless of if rugs watches it or not, you should go on Patreon and record something for them um, about your instant thoughts on the show. I, okay, I will do that because I just, our Patreon I, listeners I wanted, okay. give us money, and we need to give them. Somebody content. wants to join me. I want to discuss it with someone because that would be a lot of fun. But Rugs watched the show anyway. Sandman, great, highly recommended. Check it out. You have homework, Cameron. Besides yeah. uh, doing everything else for the show, I know, and I'll do this. <laughs> I still haven't finished Paper Girls though. I gotta get back to that Paper Girls. Oh my god, that too. Shit. Oh, oh. here's so That's too much. Here's, Here's uh here's another thing maybe we could review next week coming out this week Friday would it, August twenty sixth. Wouldn't 26th. mind him reviewing this to be honest. Samaritan, the Sylvester Stallone retired <laughs> superhero movie. You want to do oh, it? This could be a huge piece of shit. Let's, <laughs> we can, this could be the review next week. We can book it now. Samaritan, Stallone, right. baby. We'll do Samaritan, and if we've caught up on House of Dragon, we'll do a quick House of okay, Dragon. Okay, we'll talk about She Hulk episode two real quick at the end. Stuff. Yeah, all just that like stuff. just how we do it at the end. Yeah. Okay. So listener, check out Samaritan Amazon Prime. It's Friday. Oh. What uh, are the odds? What are the odds? Uh, what are the odds? This is above a six. It's probably zero. Low, low <laughs> odds above a six. Jesus. Zero. Maybe zero, it could zero, be a seven. Zero. But this is your trailer, boy, Stallone. I know, but the trailer. Did, I love Stallone, but come on. We know good. what it is. Let's be honest. <laughs> the trailer did not look promising. So is we'll that see. Right? We could be surprised. Let's go in low expectations. We're going to love it. Amazon Prime. Okay, uh, that's it for this week, Rugs. Where can the listener find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. Come follow me. Link to his Twitter will be in the show notes for this episode, jockandair.com slash 449. Visit that webpage for all the ways to get involved to support the show, to get in touch. Share the show. It's the most important way you can help us out. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. <laughs>
That's a big fuck up right there. I stick it up my asshole. <laughs> the fuck? Jogging nerd! <laughs>